Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. My most musical friend. That's right. Just as I was playing my favorite instrument. That's true. What? I farted. <laughs> my butt. Can that be the beginning? Are we recording already? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Magical Misery Tour, where funny people fart life's unfartiest things. <laughs> Ooh. Hey now. <laughs> This is a very special episode. We've only done so many very special episodes of the Magical Misery Tour. But, Does uh, special mean lazy? No, spe- that, spe- no, special means our guest canceled on yeah, us in the last minute. that's what minute. special means. So that's okay. Um, yeah. How you doing, Neil? I'm good. I'm yeah. good, buddy. You're a little therapy boy. You came back from sweet, sweet therapy. That's right. I have a fear of elevators because I'm a <laughs> pussy, y'all. <laughs> no. Also, I was on an elevator that dropped me two floors and then wouldn't open for a while, and it was very, very scary. Not enough for actual trauma, though, I feel. Uh, enough for it, it was... let's get into this your dad died let's start there let's get in okay so <laughs> no, my dad uh my dad was champion eight years running of mixing uh whiskey and right. oxycontin and he I got know. a bit too good at it it's such a weird hey buddy the only people who know where the edge is are those right. who go over it oh that's very true and that um, actually paints it wrong he wasn't abusing it for long he was prescribed it for an injury and he was just fucking idiot so yeah. he, he was on oxycontin for like a few weeks well i mean as we know now i mean it's also in the prescriptions of oxycontin you can see that it doesn't actually yeah. treat pain in the way that they would want it to it's like you only take it every 12 hours and then like right. well it only i get pain after eight hours so you need to take more mm. blah, blah, blah. and also so, thinking with the opioid crisis it's very yeah, possible Purdue pharma owes you money <laughs> there you go there you go it's very possible in an alternate reality instead of dying my dad just became a fucking fat middle-aged junkie so it would have been cool if he like really swung like hard christian like he got clean. Ooh, that's a good. And just swung. Oh, that'd be so weird. You'd be like, Dad, we know you're doing this just because you're clean now, but yeah, could you stop harshing our bus? Because <laughs> your mom's not like, you know, mm. hard Christian. Mm. Your mom's just like a sweet well, lady who Jess, likes community. You, Jess, you need to you, you need to get right with the Lord, and uh, you know who else I think needs to get right with the Lord? Maiden. Those n words, <laughs> really? Oh, that's right. I forgot he had he had some thoughts. <laughs> Really he actually no, he didn't bring it up like that. I I've said before there were multiple family dinners where they would be watching uh, ABC Action News with Jim Gardner, and uh, the story was always like you know such and such there was a robbery on Eighth uh, in New sure. York, and then they'd show a photo of the suspect that, who right. would inevitably be a black man, and my family would simultaneously all yell. Guilty! Jesus Christ. And I, there I am, just a growing boy, just <laughs> playing with my Legos. Like, what? Is that embedding in my subconscious? I'm sure yeah. that won't be a problem. Yeah. Holy shit. Look, Ultimate Warrior does a spin punch. <laughs> Boom! Take that, N-words. Yeah. This is... Starting hot. That's how you indoctrinate them. That's how they get yeah. in there. You're indoctrinated by the indoctrinated. It's like, well, I mean, by the subliminal, right? Like, I mean, like, Fox News or something. Or not even Fox. Let's just say the news mm. of that day trying to harp on, like, fears. They don't realize how much damage they're doing to maybe just a parent who's then 
bringing that onto their child. Right. And that's also yeah. that's also like a big talking point for the alt right, where it's like you know whenever yeah. they're like. Oh, you know, you see these uh, commercials for like, you know, burglary alarms, and it's always like middle-aged white dudes. We know that's not who's robbing the houses. Like, well, yeah, but we also kind of see that that perpetuates a uh, bad yeah. thing. Maybe Brink Security shouldn't have, you know. Yeah, did you see that up in there? <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's not a that's not a good thing. Example, but I'm doing an example of a bad thing. Yes, that is true, and a lot of people will still find that insensitive, which is a bummer. That you, they don't see that you're clearly right. doing the bad thing. Yeah, well, you know what's funny? That I'm actively... You know what I did last night for the first time? Yeah, what you do? I went back and I started deleting old Facebook posts. Oh! From way wow. back in the day. Oh, my gosh. Just in case. You never know. Yeah. I knew there was stuff in there. I was uh, I was fumbling. I was you feeling really, for you something. You really think you're going to make it. I mean, the audacity to think you're going to... Which we are recording on. Thank you. Um, audacity. <laughs> audacity think... premium. Not... Worth it. Nope. Continue. No, not uh, <laughs> absolutely great as a free service. Yep. <laughs> um, can I, I, you really think you might uh, might make Patriot there? You might actually become something. Make I something I have a lot of confidence in my material. Mm. I feel like I need to find an audience, and maybe my audience isn't 22-year-olds who are enjoying their life. It doesn't exclude them. It doesn't exclude them. Right. I was a 22-year-old who was and somewhat trying, enjoying yeah. his life. But you, but in 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 the face of yeah, you do your material very much. I think f- like it's thrown in the face of 22-year-olds. Right. But keep in mind, uh, my very first comedy idol was actually well, I'd actually say equal given the time. Their rankings have changed considerably. Mm. Would have been George Carlin and his obvious equal. Dennis Leary. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, old Dennis Leary. Oh, that boy. Old, yeah, steals all his material from Bill Hicks. Yeah. Coincidentally, never wrote anything funny after Bill Hicks died. Yeah. It's kind of on the nose. Yeah. I always thought it was always weird. I really didn't do enough investigation into, like, Dennis Leary when I was even... I was like, oh, this guy yells lies. You know, mm-hmm. listen to the album. Sorry. This is... Like this, and then when you find out, like Bill Hicks, you're like, there's some weird crossover that right. seems to be happening. It, before I even knew the Bill Hicks thing, all I knew was like, wow, he only did two specials, and his second one sucked, and he never did another one. Right. I, I remember his second special, I believe it came out in like 1998, and a numerous callback he would hit repeatedly right. was, what the fuck? www.whatthefuck.com. Oh, like, right. And that was the joke. That was, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And that's. Clearly, that is, I think Dennis Leary says the exact same thing. I think. This, well, no, that was Dennis, Dennis Leary. Was oh, saying. it was. I thought you said Bill Hicks for that. No, no, Sorry, no, 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 no. I, I was saying no. This like, Bill Hicks didn't make it to the. I was gonna say. He died in '93. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying he had a great first thing and no sure. good for cancer, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. stole a lot of the. But what I'm what but I'm getting at. a lot of the bravado. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, what I'm getting at here is I loved the idea of like the truth teller. Like George Carlin's like, nothing's going to happen with you di- when you die and the government doesn't give a fuck about you. And how do you like that? But being like literally like the spoonful of sugar and like the nasty medicine. Right. Sure. And that was my big thing. I love George Carlin because he made me fucking think. And sure. he challenged a lot of so my important, stuff. Yeah. So 
I'm saying I'm as good as George Carlin. That's what, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> wow. I yeah, skipped. Won't. I skipped the whole nice phase of the you know yeah. Al the hippy no. dippy weatherman, and no. I went straight to. I won't alienate you in this group at all. I'll yeah. Just to say. What's, it would be so much better if I actually had a hair tie and I could have gone ponytail. Yeah, you right would have brought it back. Yeah. That'd have been good. Now we cut, and then you have like the same. Like he wore the the jeans and the black shirt. Yep. Like, jeans, <laughs> turtleneck, yeah, turtleneck. I, I like yeah. to be known as the young, fat George Garland. Garland yeah. I keep looking at the TV instead of the fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's really funny to watch. <laughs> Why you do but, that? But um, no, I am I am confident enough in my material mm. that I think I could make something of myself. And yeah. I'm reaching an age now where let's just say not only just getting older, where it's like okay, I gotta do this now. Right. And uh, so it's not only like okay, it's time to shit or get off the pot, but it's also. There might have been something over the weekend where it was a little like, uh, don't I have a little bit of stroke in this fucking scene? You know, I think uh, in thinking about it. Um, the answer for... is no. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it seems like we should have just stopped in later. We should have never signed up. We should have showed up and like, hey, could you drop me on? Yeah. Yeah. There's always that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. There's a uh, there's a show in Philly that we both went to over the weekend or whatever. Mm. Yeah, or a thing that that happens. It's I don't know if to share. Well, I don't know what to classify that as. Technically, it's I would call it. I mean, it's, in, a, it's, in the a, it's new, a hybrid showcase. No, well, yeah. Open mic. Oh, I just meant more of the the whole ambiance of like um uh it's it, it, undo its own thing. It's more of like a I call it a party mic. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For I comics, that. I, I mean that's that. that's an inside little more. Because of I, the, the party aspect yeah. of it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed hanging out in the back, totally. and like, some guys were dancing around. I had my lovely girlfriend Perry with me. Yes, she's a delight, of yeah. course. You know, as much as I feel like dealing with her. Um, but <laughs> oh, I just been laying in. I just want to yeah. keep trying to harp that point. Well, she actually said that she loved like he like opened up to me. Like I lo- I love that Neil likes me. Like oh no he doesn't like anybody. No I do. Oh my god. I build in this thing as a joke and then everyone gets to run with. I go like all right guys it's enough. I was kidding. Like, it's uh, not. No your girlfriend's a delight but I have to make a joke in there. So. Yeah. Um. Feelings are scary and should be pushed away. No no I did. Well I mean uh, friends with if anything she's fu- now let's not they'll do this off air in terms okay, of like okay, okay. she's the one who's just like I don't know you guys haven't even been friends are you guys even friends like she's the one doing that <laughs> shit trying to clearly uh girlfriend uh Perry over there trying to like clearly undercut us and get in between uh, our skin yeah and I'm over here like don't you fucking she keeps putting us in situations where the only logical conclusion is for me and Neil to make out to get the joke out of the way. Yeah. I think I think she knows what she's getting into. Yeah. But I mean, it was very nice on your lap the other night. That was it nice was, to come. That was a great yeah. photo. I like that. I like that you also covered my belly because in the first take yeah. I said like mm, my gut looks fat. Yeah, I was like, don't worry about this, boy. Yeah. This is all <laughs> I know what you need. Don't worry about it. Mm. Um, but yeah, but the p- point is, we got bumped back big time on a thing. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? It, it shit happens, and and I understand that. But it's also it's like, I. Haven't I been doing this long enough that I can, like, spit on your floor and I'm still up there? But I don't think you've been doing it long enough with those people. That's what I think. I think sometimes the bravado or the clout that comedians think they have Mm. are really not actually – it's not as tangible as you think it is. It's really not. And even to say, like, you know, I mean, I – shit, I I didn't go – and this is, like, I'm not even complaining about it. I'm just saying, like, if you're – if if Going up in like the first hour and a half or two hours of a mm. show means anything to me. You know, I didn't go up twice in a row. You know, I mean, right. whatever. Um, and later thinking about it, I go like, well, you know, I mean, I know those guys and and 
and had them on some stuff, but mm. what does that mean? It doesn't really mean anything, I guess. Right. I think it's it just it, you build in. I think a lot of I I think it has much more to do with friendship. Right. than anything. Yeah. I think that's all the times like we think like, oh, we're not doing them. Those people slighted us. It really just comes down to I know, you, I know, I know none of this was an intentional slight sure. on anybody. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I think it's it, it's just you have a I, we don't talk about it enough of like you have a, a kind of a large network of comics uh-huh. and then you have these little these little segments of pushes and pulls that need to happen. I mean, I think we're ha- we're we're experiencing it a lot of times in Philly in the same way at lower scale with different celebrities because you t- you hear about it. I mean, we've heard about it when we talk, uh, hear other comedians talk about it in like, you know, California and stuff like that with like bigger names. And they're like, yeah, I got bumped for Eddie Murphy. He just came in, you know, right. things like yeah. that. Like, I think we, wasn't it Mark Norman or somebody very specifically like got bumped by Dane Cook and was like vocal yeah. about oh, no, it was, it was, it was of, TJ Miller. Like, hey, fuck you. Right, more right. Yeah. And I understand that too, because Dane Cook, been... D- Dane Cook could show up to a fucking nursery school and they'll give him five hours. Sure, sure, yeah. And it's not only like it's not even like showing up, but then it's just like time. Apparently, some comics would just like not only bump you, but do like two hours right. of you know stuff. It's like all right, well that a- a- Amy Schumer famously interrupted sure. a guy in the middle of his first headline set yeah. to be like, hey, can I get Are six? We... Like in the middle of it. I feel it? like this is too inside baseball. It is too inside baseball, but I want to go. I'm I'm reaching for a bigger thing yeah. of. Just that feeling of like, am I putting a lot of time into something I'm ultimately going to I fail feel like at? Constantly. Do I feel that like can I actually pull this off, or am yeah, I yeah. hitting myself? Yeah. And yeah. how do we process those feelings? And how do we deal with that? We'll be taking calls now. <laughs> Eight, yeah, five, on the board. Six, four. Phil, go ahead, get it at us, Phil. What What are you thinking? I'm not. I'm not really confident in my ability to. I want to ask my boss for. Uh, a, a, a pay raise, but uh, I I know the budget's kind of low this year. What do you think I should? Well, Phil, by your voice, you sound like a pussy. So it sounds like we're gonna need to make sure to fire you already. I think is you got a confidence okay. up, buddy. I under I understand that. I guess. I just, I'm, I was <laughs> See, glad, you've already taken defeat so easily. I was glad to be part of the team. <laughs> you know, I always got picked last. You know, so. people are uh, glad to be a part of the team in Russia, and they uh, they take them out back and put them. Bull in their brain. So you know what I mean, Bill. I mean, that I think you're a great nice, team member. Could you imagine all the attention you get? It's a, I'm the bell of the ball. I love, I love soft Jesse Drew. I'm like I'm the bell of the ball. Like a lot of bees and bees. Like I'm the bell of the ball tonight. This is gonna be a great night for socializing. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. Ooh, that's a that's a P that, that's a PPK. I heard that. <laughs> He said it'll be. I know it'll be over quick. I just, I just want to enjoy it for really, the spotlight. Really, if we can do it in here, the ring as it goes out into the woods. I would think. Be, I think the. It, I'm, like, I, I'm thinking of how the acoustics will sound right. for you. Like the NPR, <laughs> like Russian agent. Or like, oh uh, yeah. This is wait, CCP. Wait, like, wait, wait. CCP. Don't execute me. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, we're just we're discussing the frailty of. Russian oligarchs this week <laughs> and how they affect plutonium. Um. We'll be going to reporter Nakuja Palalasia. <laughs> yeah, it's always. I, I remember when I loved NPR. Beautiful, it's like to be on NPR, you need to have a dumb voice. I mean, and I, not even not even ethnic. I'm not talking what? about like oh. you know. Zach- threw me off that one. All right. Well, no, sorry. no, I'm not even not saying even, like Zachariah. The- yeah, yeah. There's and also the white mm. people saying ethnic is always funny. Right, but um, but but it is also funny. But just, it's also just hearing a very names. serious person like today we'll be talking about the downfall of American democracy. I am your host, Cabbage Alawinka <laughs> Jones. Click noise. That's-
the third. Yeah, and yeah, I will be with the you. Third. Yeah. yeah. I love some of that. No, I know. Yeah, some of them are just like ear Gamakolovich. Like it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, you know, I threw a bunch of letters in there and numbers. Who knows what my name is? And people have made the jokes. Also, I, you know, I, I love that so much when you try. I, you couldn't guess if, if that's what I mean with the, there's names. You could not guess them if someone had a gun to your head. Oh yeah. Like no. Just any NPR person right now, and then you read them up, you're like, duh. You get, like, maybe two in, and you're like, I don't even. Yeah. Or, no, I should say that. I'm just glad to have been a contestant. I should say this. No, correctly. um, You would be able to guess them, but I would say that NPR names have the highest ratio of if you you didn't – after ever spell them out first. Like, Mm. if someone had to read them, you'd be like – I don't know this man. <laughs> oh, I remember. O- right, o- like, o- Ophira Eisenberg. Ophira well. Eisenberg. Eisenberg, not that bad, but Ophira, like, what the, that's... Ophira, right. We're getting into I'm deep. picturing a peacock. Did you ever think they had doubts about whether they were going to make it? Probably not. Uh, I think they're the type of people that actively still hate themselves despite succeeding. You think so? They sound super happy. I listen to a bunch, and they sound like they... You know, making it isn't like a thing. They go like, we're about reporting and right, exactly. trying to get to the you know human depth and mm. you know. I actually haven't listened in a while. I used to love Prairie Home Companion until poor wow. Garrison Keeler got thrown down the poop chute. Oh yeah, what did he do? He like touched uh, a he, he black like, boy. He, he like he like rubbed a woman's back, and uh, 30 years later, that was sexual assault. I have no facts, so I'm going to say if that's what happened, that's kind of crazy. It's a little banana crazy. Banana sandwich, but, um, you know, I mean, I'll probably also – I don't – I've never I, – I think when, when that happened, right, I remember, like, it felt like – because you and I did listen to that. We listened to it in the car. Oh, yeah. and you you know, and I, I would listen to it all and, the time. And it's funny because I read of so many articles that just showed my hatred of, like, modern pop culture. There are so many think pieces out there from, like, the late 2000s that are just on how horrible and unfunny – Prairie Home Companion is. True. And it's like, it's, it's, it's about more than, it's, it's, not it's a fucking, about where funny. else can I listen to a radio play? I know there's podcasts now. Sure. But this is like the pre-podcast era for me, and I just turned right. it on, and like, he's playing fucking, oh god, I don't even remember his name, I just want to say, it was pretty much Jack Trilby Private Eye, but not Jack Trilby. Jack <laughs> Trilby being the character played by our, uh, Ramon Bender? Guy Noir. Guy Noir. Oh, Private sorry. Eye. That's what it was. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And it was just fun. And they were dumb dad jokes, but they were also, like, just fun. Well, Tom Papa does those now. Uh, oh, the dumb okay. dad jokes, but yeah. And, uh, and I remember they had musical segments. One of my favorite things I ever heard was they sang uh, a very sparse arrangement of I Can't Help Falling in Love with You. Ooh. And... The main instrument was the entire crowd singing along. Enough that when we did the Uncle Chicken Bone Variety Show, sure. the whole end of the show was the whole crowd singing that song. And yeah. it was fucking beautiful. It was. I I think it, it it brought, for, well, me and my exposure, I mean, it was always kind of, uh, make this short. Uh, I, I was always enamored by people who also brought in multiple things. You know, like comedy, music, and like all those things coming yes. together. And then when you, you know, when I started to, because I actually didn't listen to that growing up. I, uh, yeah, I have no idea. And then um, with you and stuff, so I found what your fascination was I, was the same I, thing. I, I first found it because I, I would always work a delivery driver as a, a, a for pizza a places. Little pizza boy, as a little pizza boy. Mm. Haven't delivered a pizza in two fucking years. This is I amazing. Know. I love you, but uh, it was such good money. <laughs> but what happened was my iPod got stolen by a junkie New Year's Eve 2012, 2013. Mm. 
And uh, this was... I saw I, that movie. It had the rock in it. it was good. That's right. And this was the pre-smartphone era. So it's like, well, I don't want to listen to just fucking... Was it? I didn't have a smartphone. Oh, okay. I didn't have a smartphone until like I only had like razors then, but I always get the timelines mixed up. Yeah, I didn't have a smartphone right until in, uh, if you could, 2014, yeah. actually. Okay. Yeah. But so I started just looking for stuff, and obviously regular music radio is fucking garbage. Sure. Yeah. I want to hear Collective Soul four times a day. I got just the thing for you. Uh, but I discovered NPR, and like, oh, okay, this is cool. And, cute. and then yeah. I put on uh, Prairie Home Companion. Like, this is fucking great. But anyway, the angle, well, the angle I want to take this, because I mentioned the Uncle Chicken Bone Variety Show. One of the big things is worrying, like, I'm never going to make it, is wondering what projects, like, what's the next, pro- what's a project that's going to elevate my standing, either in the local community or maybe, hopefully nationally at some point. And I kicked around a few things. I bring this up because Neil will tell you, I am ready to cancel this podcast every fucking week. It definitely needs a reformatting. It's like, hey, I know what we should do. We should interview people about their life story. Also, nobody knows who they are. Maybe yeah. someone will blow up eventually. Sure. Probably not. <laughs> but I do actually enjoy the show. But it's also, if I'm not getting enough out of it, then, you know, what are we doing? I mean, a lot of other podcasts probably wouldn't talk to you about how they would change. I think, I think though, what we're hitting on is just you and I... Talking about because I think we like what we're talking about. The whole thing is mm. formatting it and making it so that people don't feel so alienated. Like we're we're spotlighting people that they really can't either not relate to because you can relate to a lot of the stories I think we've heard. Right. Exactly. But why would you want to? When I when I look at the big comedy podcast, the thing they all have in common is none of them are interview format. Sure. They're hanging out. They're riffing. They're talking shit. And whoever the guest is, they're just jumping in on that. So. I mean, if that's the route, that's the way I'd rather go. We've been doing that more lately. We've been doing more video reactions, even though that's – I need to get a better computer because that's throwing a lot of work on your plate sure, to edit that out. But also, like, that whole variety show thing we did. I loved that variety show. We did it once. It was a big success, and we never did it again Sure. just because it's very hard to get – I wrote the whole fucking thing, and it was hard to get people in on it. And if I'm being honest with myself, a good half of the show didn't work because it we were doing sketches, and the stage was not mic'd for sketches. It was very, very rough. yeah. 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 But um, you you have a good grasp on all that. Like you know what I think you need. You know what I think you need. What's and that? Uh, uh, another great comic. I mean, Kat Mosley. But she uh, and I don't actually I don't want to put her on blast or anything. I'm pretty sure she is. But bring her on. I no, she's spectacular. Yes, she is spectacular. Um, uh, she did talk about what uh, something an avenue that something she's explored mm-hmm. and has been successful with is um a grant. And it sounds like maybe you want to look into maybe. Getting a little money behind you and putting on a little show show. I mean, because your variety mean. show is spectacular. I mean, you have the disciplines for it. I mean, right. that's what I mean. You're you're competent in music, and obviously you've been doing comedy long enough. It's you're show performing both. It, it, you know, it's aspects. it's the strongest showcase of my skills. And also in terms of your perspective, it's also very I, different. I fucking love variety shows. Sure. Yeah. To me, there is no reason you should not love a variety show. It's the old the thing they always say in wrestling. It's uh, it's the three ring circus. I say it's wrestling to immediately get to start. But the whole idea of a three-ring circus... Well, reality television does this. Right, exactly. I mean, I was just watching Rhythm and Flow today. I hate reality television. And okay. I'm like, oh, that's up. But, like, I mean, it does bring in... Like, I mean, Rhythm and Flow is a show that brings in musical talent. And then, of exactly. course, with the, re- you know, the reality portion, you have drama and stuff like that and portions mm. that... 
aren't written, <laughs> you know. Right. But you know, they're 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 choreographed. The whole idea, the whole idea is there's something for everybody. Kind of the modern variety show is what I'm trying to say in, right. in ways. Yeah, but, I, I, I Cause see. you have dramatic getting... segments of like people saying something that's very dramatic after the third take, mm-hmm. and they cut out the other. Well, I think you also <laughs> you have know? that. You have that straight away. You at least have two with all the. Uh... Just the contest shows, because if we, if I go with American Idol, that's how far removed I am from sure. fucking things that I'm referring. Or, I got you. Or America's Got Talent. Yeah. But yeah. it's always like you get the fuck ups and right. you get the people who are like really overcoming shit and you get like the Susan Boyles where it's yeah. – I, I love that. Everyone kind of, hated her because she was ugly. Yeah, then. I love that it showcases that because uh, – It's it, fucked up. In the immediate, that whole thing in the is immediate aftermath, it's like she's – you know, you wouldn't think it, but she's so talented. But you see the entire crowd stink eyeing her. <laughs> She works out yeah. like this fucking bitch ain't better than me and nothing. It's so weird. Go on to do something, Grandma. That when that happened, I was like, oh, America just is forgetting what they're doing in the moment because it was the clear distinction of like, can you believe this ugly woman's talented? Yeah. Like, and no one was a. I mean, if anything, they yeah, should and, have and, been and, offended. And that of, was when the offense should have happened. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You got it. It's just like. Yeah. The, the the overall moral of that was like ugly people are capable of things. She, yeah, she came out and say I didn't I didn't think when she came out I was like oh that she couldn't be talented and then people came out and then they were like yeah. well, can you can you believe it I was yeah. like well I don't think voice has anything to do with the way right, well, you just look. that just that instant judgment she walks on stage like mm, well you got to remember I don't want to fuck her she can't be that good a singer. well see the show was so predicated on this is what I mean about how t- I don't want to use the word toxic. It is fucking garbage. I mean, I hate reality television. I do. I think it's disgusting. At least on Netflix, reality television at least gets to be, like Cardi B gets to say, you know, you're about this close. She just said this. You're about this close to being off this show. Like, you know that little Uh pussy hair? That you have, like it's real at least. Like right. Cardi B gets to be a little bit more of Cardi fucking right. B. See, I'm actually gonna be dipping and, into that soon because my girl really wants me to watch Drag <laughs> Drag Race. Sure, no, I like, got you. Yeah, yeah, of that. course. Um, I've, I've watched some episodes. I just, but like, I need the realness. I cannot do fucking f- like reality television because it's so. I mean, Dana Gould gets it right when he says re- what his joke in uh, I know what's wrong in that mm-hmm. in that segment. He goes like reality television is so far removed from anything that is reality. Really, I mean, you're you're watching people who aren't writers, and this is Dana Gould. You're watching people who aren't writers tell people what to do who aren't actors mm-hmm. how they think they would respond in a scenario that is not real well, you are watching a modern production of nothing mm-hmm. like you know but what then i mean again, if anything though that is the ultimate like that really is a good representation of the industry, which is, oh, no, if you get into this, you're going to be taking notes from people who don't know a fucking thing I know, but all I the time. I don't want to get on that fucking route. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's the thing. I just I, – I just – I get so far away from people who are that route. Like, I mm-hmm. want to be I – I want also the authority above us who are – I don't know. There is no one. But, like – you know, who are making these shows to go like, we shouldn't be doing that. They're not going to do right, that because right. there's money, but they're not going to do that. But it, that's what it irritates me. But I mean, I feel like with your variety show, like idea, I feel like you have such another voice to like represent. I do think you, and this isn't just coming from a friendship. I've seen it in action. I've seen how you, you know, you, you're, you're very well read. You understand um, show dynamics. Mm-hmm. You understand uh, musical, you know, ability and you have some yourself already. So it's like, I think of like, oh, you want to present and comedy all wrapped in. I think it always have a a comedy note to it so I think right. it's there um, you know it's just making those shows is much more of a pain in the ass and I know right. you well, no that. it's what I what I would do, need to do is I would need to actively form a team or a troop yeah and I'll be honest uh, the, just the kind of people I mean really I should just fucking ask someone 
just like, hey, I want to do this. And it's it's really weird in stand-up just because it's so independent that even though right. a lot of it is like, you know, sitting around riffing with people, coming up with ideas, yeah. there's an in- immediate repulsion to that. Like, hey, bud, you want to sit down? You want to write some stuff out? Like, not really, no. I go solo. Well, the problem with, I mean, what, I mean, but there's other examples that could be held that you could hmm. hold on to. I mean, Lonely Island gang, like you have, like you have other instances where people got together to make something that right. was collaborative. I think that right. you and have it's the also, problem. Well, it's also, it's very tricky finding collaborators because here's the one thing: you and I are both very funny guys, but. Funny thing is, that's not even crazy. Our relationship, more our relationship is, uh, if we're drunk, we're fucking cracking up. But sure. you and I have always fallen into these more serious patterns in our friendship. Yeah, I guess so. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, I always thought of um, I thought you and we were I perfectly funny together. I guess. <laughs> I, I never know? thought of us ever being funny. Um, I no, with you, I mean, it was always. I think I think it was a time in my life when I. Um, was seeing, like, having much more fun. I think that's when we were writing more skits. When we were, you know, a little bit, you know, younger and, like, with uh, Mike L and, like, those guys, I think we were having a little more fun. And I think uh, now it's just a little change. And I hate that. that I don't I don't want that to be. I think I actually need to change that and, uh, and, and to make sure that I'm still having fun. I think that's the thing to never forget with anything. I don't want to be like, oh, we're authorities on anything. But, like... Mm-hmm. Just don't stop having fun. That's only the whole point is just have fun. Right. So with you, though, I had fun arguing with you. That was the fun part because oh, yeah, no, you and I would fun. never hold actual malice to each other. I think we got it off the like the bat of like our dynamic right. of like, yeah, sure, I could be fucking irritated at his thoughts mm. and how he might think them or laughing at them hysterically because yeah. I just don't understand what the fuck happened. But but also yeah your perspective and also then be amazed at your wealth of knowledge because you'll drop like yeah oh sure oh you don't fucking know Russian literary knowledge yeah. from the 1800s the fuck's wrong what with you Neil what the fuck do you mean you don't know who Stinking Lizaveta is <laughs> yeah exactly so, you have never read see, a book I have what to the look fuck? that up now I have to <laughs> I have to pull that up and be irritated <laughs> um, but yeah it's that kind of thing where yeah you kind of had uh, you know then I got to deal with Adam Nutter don't even get me started <laughs> and I just put him on blast for no reason but no i mean these are people that i interact with that i go like you all have these strengths that come together mm-hmm. you know um i think yours are yeah you have great depth of knowledge and i know it's gonna be interesting we just need to um i don't know man yeah we uh, need to, a, a lot of it is like if i could focus on the right project right. this would take off and i gotta admit a lot of this i mean it doesn't it doesn't it's not a one-to-one because yeah. we saw what happened i mean are you but, worried though i mean you gotta you gotta do that in the right way and i think there's some experience that we would need to garner mm-hmm. i think there's some stuff um, well, what what I was going to say is that again, it's not a one to one because we saw how it kind of worked out. But honestly, Shane Gillis is an inspiration to me because it's a fucking guy we saw. Like the fact that he was open micing it with us, and like the the route is yeah, but pl- open micing the same time we were. But I mean, that's yeah, I get. Well, what you're yeah, saying. but we were a little bit behind. But the fact that this is a guy in the same scene, uh, like yeah. oh, the the route is plotted, like. You can see the steps he got that sure. elevated him. Sure. I don't know, man. I feel like that's not. I I just dissociate myself from that kind of idea. Maybe just out of nihilism. I don't know. I just, I need that little bit of a boost. I, I need to see you somebody that. that I knew that's like this is actually an attainable thing. I mean, it's you know what here. I'll say this. I'll say that. I think that what you're butting up against is the fact that we see a lot of actually talented people that are still kind of trapped in a 
and I, uh, mm. trapped in that cycle of like, of like that person really hasn't still Dave, broke. Dave Permiano should be one of the top comics in the city. Dave Permiano should absolutely be. He's a very funny writer. He's a great writer. I mean, he, I mean, a prolific even. Like, I mean, he can he oh, can yeah. write jokes like no one's business. Mm-hmm. I think they're good. They're edgy, and he's got them for days. Uh, um, his stage delivery is unique. It's authentic. Like, um, if we were talking like that kind of podcast, we would yeah, we'd be like, what the fuck's happening with that? Mm-hmm. Um, but I what I don't want to do is be like, oh, I, I get that you saw like what happened with Gillis and that, but I do think that's like a microchasm that is is something that I don't good I, everything not everything that happens it, it hasn't reflected anything for you personally yeah i don't i don't um i see him as a very talented individual individual who did what he does and right. succeeded whether people but, think but, that's but, offensive or not or whatever right. but 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 even on a less it, it is a huge thing for me to, but like, i get like, that like we saw brian six on saturday sure, sure, sure. and brian six you know not at the same level success-wise, I think even he'd say that. But the fact that I listen to the Bonfire radio show every day at work right. and people I know personally are showing up on that show yeah. makes everything – it's like I can feel it on my fingertips. <laughs> right. I get you. And, and it encourages me more – and I'll actually say nothing. I said this during therapy. The fact <laughs> that my love – You're going to be gloating like yeah. this kind of bullshit therapy well, no, no, nonsense. No. <laughs> I mean I'm upset about it, but go ahead. Well, no. This is more something I said there. The fact that my love life is going so good, it's making the things I'm unhappy with less tolerable. Because now that right. now that this big thing is going good, it's I'm very happy this is going good, but right. it's making me more like fuck this job, fuck this scene. Right. I can do better than sure. this. Sure, I get you. I'm optimistic. I don't know why. I don't know what the fuck that feels like. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Gross and a little sticky. Oh but. no, I get you. I get you. And then you have the the chasm of that happening like over the weekend and stuff, and that can play reverse. I'm imagining that played reverse right. against that. Uh, well, you know, it, it, it was it, it was a mix of that. It was a lot of frustrations with the podcast, just because. And I'll be honest, I'm not doing everything I can to promote. Sure. But I still think the format is something that's going to kneecap us. No, of course. Because well, that had, I, I, I can let go. The, the, this podcast, the most downloads we've had of any episode is right. 200. The second most downloads is 100. Yeah. And then everything else is like much lower. So. Gotcha. So it's annoying. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You and, want to talk and, about it on air in terms of like, I mean, I think it's well, a no, long no, no, I'm game. Just, I'm, I'm but saying you're right, formatting is a thing. I mean, people won't know. I mean, I, I also, unfortunately, I would love to hear what the fuck people had to say. Yeah. <laughs> they can easily contact us. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. That's the, I feel like the only the, the one time I put that out, the only person who responded was uh, my sister. My fucking sister reached out. It was somebody <laughs> who's a mutual friend of us, oh, made gotcha. closer to you. Yeah, yeah. I might have introduced you. Okay. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. And and her advice was, I love everything. Don't <laughs> stop. Like, well, thanks a lot. Here's the weird part. Again, I get so many compliments. Podcast. I think no, what it that's, has, what, that's what yeah. blows my fucking mind. People have said like I don't even think of you're likable. It's just it needs to be a day. And I'm, I also see how I did that, guys. I went you're likable as if I am just um, automatically likable. Uh, no, but what I mean is like I think with your vision and everything that you right. want. But we both know. That, so guys, this this podcast is going to change. 
it's going yes. to adapt, and I think we know that it, it should. And um, maybe we do things in the future when we have somebody on, and we maybe we pull um, somebody in that you guys really want to know more about their life. Maybe we do segments mm-hmm. that are like that, that are like that, and you can go I, on. I, I told you, my original idea yeah. was to start segmenting it out, even start doing like fucking bits. Sure. You know, well, you, know I, you know, I'm a fan of old radio, uh, Opie and Anthony. Yeah, but Ron I meant more Buzz. of like, like we, well, you know, if, if the podcast changes and you guys don't maybe immediately you're like, oh, well, why are they changing it? You know, um, we're, we might still go back and do an interview format that mm-hmm. is, if we have somebody that's right. kind of, you want to know about their life If we could get somebody big, yeah. I wasn't going well, to. I'm trying to be big, soft, but interesting. thank you no, for, I yeah, I'm saying it explicitly. Uh, but, you know, we might do, like, Patreon episodes that are a dollar, and you just go on, and maybe we dive into the deep shit right. if they want to give that deep shit up. I, I look at it like this. Like when, that, when, people, when people are sharing, like, sharing things on social media, say, hey, you need to check this out, right. it's very rarely, like... You got to learn about this person you've never heard of before. Sure. So that's why it's that's part of the reason I've been trying to add some of the videos in there. I thought the videos were fun. No, I think you're right. I think it breaks down to like crazy stories. While there are a lot of stuff you can go back and be like, that's very unique, and I've never heard a story like that before in terms right. of crazy. Yes. So we would need to pull those clips and like present them to you, and we should. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, it's more work, but you know, we want to do that because there's some great clips that I think just in passing, people are like, "What happened? That's insane. That's yeah. crazy stories on this on this podcast." But um, I think you're right though. I think and, and it'll be fun. So we'll do some changes. You know, if anybody has any opinions, tell us. It's not that hard. You guys can contact us very easily. Dropped in podcasts if anybody, at gmail.com. You can do that that way or even Magical Misery Tour and get on our social yeah, media. Yeah, and message message us on the Facebook. We would love to know. Click like. Yeah. Give us your advice. I mean, unless your initials are BR, in which case, <laughs> thank you for the so support, long. but it, it isn't helping. Okay. We love you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you Saturday. True. That'll be fun. <laughs> but Going um, back to where it all started. Sorry. I mean, what's the darkest? I I did. Did I tell you what I saw on the dark web? You went on the dark web. Did you not know about this? I didn't know you went. So on you the can dark pay a dollar and go on the Nerds with Words Patreon. I thought you were gonna say web. you can. <laughs> I went on the <laughs> one dollar to the dark web. To the dark web, one dollar. No. Um, Stare into the unspeakable abyss of humanity. Just one dollar. Well, I. Uh, it was. I had seen. Okay. So for this podcast, just I don't know if you, you don't leave us on this. You're gonna have to have something after this to back us up. But dude, I got I, have an idea. I got rattled. Yeah. I got rattled, and I mean, so here's the thing: I got double tapped in terms of like magical misery stuff. You showed me the blog in which oh, that woman was darkness in my heart darkness in my heart which is such a flowery name yeah. of that in which a woman is going severely into extreme, extreme self-harm extreme self-harm that is almost almost romantic like yeah. it was disgusting how like she had showcased oh, things the, the one of them was tendons there was one oh yeah there was ah. one with like a scalpel behind like the achilles Ooh, tendon there so was white. one that was so white. a brutal like gash cut with to a the... single hello kitty band-aid over it fucking bull by the way this isn't something i get off on this is something that it w- was presented to this me still and I was astounds like, this is you. fucking yes, wow this still astounds you if, if anything you showcase it because of the very weird we imagine i mean ho- I'm, uh, hopefully not but i imagine she found got help but i imagine she didn't right. because by the end of, and what we're talking about is a blog in which like she's showing these pictures of more and more fucked right. up stuff like the photo with her healed just uh, the scars stop, stop, stop. was back <laughs> 
It was, I mean, you know, oh, I put my phone up near the top of my thigh and you can see my thigh, my femur bone because I've cut that deep already and the yeah. fat is there. Like we're looking at juicy steaks. Yeah. It's, it's so gross. So I saw that and then that weekend we go into the dark web Okay. and I see a man which we we ended up looking up one we're like we're getting there we're getting just like all right well you know i mean what mm-hmm. what are the things to check out duh let's check out drugs first right. i mean right drugs you know? so we go in you guys can see what the dark web looks like it's kind of what you think but really not uh, they were like how much does it cost how does it work all that stuff you can find out right like it's it's crazy um and uh, it's also it, you'll what you'll love to find out which we've said is like they still have likes and stars. Like, oh wow! Yeah yeah yeah. It's like oh Don's cocaine is so good. Like it's, it's like all right guys that's a little much. Oh uh, like bitchy uh, fucking white woman Yelp reviews. Yeah it is. Don offered this cocaine was just okay. It was really not yeah. what I thought it would be and it came in packaging that was a little obvious. Artisan heroin. I would like to know his definition of the term artisan. Artisan right. <laughs> So, but we go that, and then before you know it, it's something about, I don't know what we typed in, but it was just a guy, and there was a body on the, like, on a table, and they are open Mm. up the middle, but he is taking advantage of that. The productive entrance. <laughs> okay. And you can see oh. his through. Oh, yes. And I am. I. I, it was I, I, I believe that's called a moon roof. No. <laughs> well, this has been the Magic Victory Tour. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. I've been having a good time. I hate this shirt. I've always hated this shirt. Uh, it looks stupid. Um, you wear a lot of the beach colors. I well, I was grew up on the Jersey Shore, beach, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got that whole week. I multiple. I was actually having the thing where I closed my eyes. I was still seeing it like that oh, night. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been rocked like that in a little while. Yeah, especially with some, your some thing and the up, other yeah. thing. Yeah, it was just too much. It was too much. And that I just, you know, I wanted to, it was a lot. So, I mean, if you want more of that, guys, if you, if you want, want more content, you can't unsee. Yeah, yeah, if that's really what you're after. No, I mean, that's not what we're after. Yeah, that's actually a great tagline. The video yeah. podcast, you can't yeah, unsee. It's kind of fun. I mean, we do, we're going to be doing a lot of Trademark fun. pending. That is a lot of kind of crazy stuff that we like to get into. I mean, we do mm. it not like out of joy. Again, I was actually rocked by that kind of right. stuff. But we definitely go there. We definitely are like, these are the depths that we dive into, and I hope that we keep doing that. Right. No, I, I want know. to know where the bottom is on humanity. Yeah. And also, I told you, I used to go to that Reddit that was just called Watch People Die. Ugh. And that was something I was exposed to at a young age. I told you, I was eight, and right. a friend of the family fucking went to the video store and like, yeah. look, I rented The Sandlot, Evil Dead 2, and Traces of Death. These are all appropriate for oh, nine-year-olds, right? Why? 1987. That's a bummer. Yeah. But, uh, so at a very young age, at a very young age... was the original... Never mind, we'll get into it later. <laughs> at a very young age, I was watching videos of fucking, like, a dude getting his dick chopped off in a public square and people getting shot and corpses. Yeah. And uh, with my own fear of They death, call that a public cock block. <laughs> 
Come on. A Ooh. little something. A little that's fun. That's pretty good. It's yeah. a little fun. They do lay it on a block at first. <laughs> yeah, so they do. Yeah. Oh, that's great. But uh, uh, so I go to watch people die, obviously in the time. I, wa- I was on my. We didn't have a lot of parental controls. I had Rotten.com very early. Very on. much. I was. Yep. Yeah, I was. I mean, that was seventh grade mm-hmm. when I was. Yeah, yeah. We've all been there. Yeah, they followed it through. But like, I saw some of the worst shit ever on that. Uh, watch people die. Reddit. Because was, this was the age of ISIS, and ISIS oh. makes, like, fucking slick... ISIS and is the fucking m- Google of snuff porn. Sure. Like, everything's fucking sleek I mean, and sweet design. Duxdale had that bit, you know, yeah. Johnny John, and then he talks about, you know, the, the they were cutting the beheadings out. I don't know if you ever heard that bit. It's a very good bit. Have you ever heard that? Bit? You've I, don't had I don't know if I've ever heard that. Bit. Oh my god! But what I'm getting at Sorry. is Sorry, I, I have seen videos of a uh, a four year old shooting uh, shooting a hostage in the yeah. face yeah. in a ball pit. <laughs> Fucking Jesus! Christ. I have been desensitized. Right. I have looked into the abyss and it has winked at me. It's. I don't know what the coincidence is that all my friends have. Peered into that abyss in a lot of ways. It's it's extreme curiosity. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot of that. It's I mean, it it, it, it's the same reason we talk about what happens when you die on this podcast. It's a big part of the reason I hope it's reincarnation. You know why? Right. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. Hey, let's be solid here. Lucked out with fucking white dude. Sure. I'm tall. Yeah. Blue eyes. This is a pretty good fucking run if I get more of these. But as much as I got this, I want to be like a fucking Lebanese woman. I want to be a handicapped Inuit. I want to try. I I want the sampler platter of existence. Okay. I mean, that would be absolutely interesting to try to see through someone's, uh, you know, someone else's eyes. I mean, that's very, very, you know, um, because I am empathetic. I want to know people's stories. That's why we have this thing. Well, you know, I mean, that's of course. So, yeah. so it's, I mean, it's constantly fighting off whether I should just quit comedy and give all oh, this up. Yeah, and, well, you're dramatic. Yeah. You're a dramatic I person. Could go, I could go back to music and be just as unappreciated yes, there as I ever was be, here. Of course. Yeah, you'll never find a Whatever I do, I need to bring music in. That is a major skill. I'm like, yeah. I'm like the old fucking gunfighter. Like, he hasn't pulled his gun since 1932. Atticus I think people Finch. when they when they come out, let us know. I mean, if people want to hear more like comedy songs by Jesse, I don't know why you haven't dipped in. I think because you have an appreciation for just typical stand up mm-hmm. comedy. And by typical I don't mean typical, but I mean standard mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the the ancient classic craft of just like right. up in front of someone, I make something out of nothing. You right. know what I mean? In a lot of ways. But also, you have the musical talent where you could easily go in and and I'm not saying musical comedy is easier, but kind of. In some it can ways. be. But you also, I mean, I think that with the perspective and the talent that you have, I mean, it would be interesting to do it. That's why I'm surprised you haven't done it, especially, um, let's say, uh, you know, a, a, a weekend mic that typically happens. They mm-hmm. might be. Wow, what you're doing that? That sounds crazier, different than what we've had before, and mm-hmm. you should do that. Yeah, you know that that might be my opening. Maybe my opening is I need wink, to do wink, cocaine. No, no, is that what you're saying? No, cocaine. No, I was just giving you the Russian. Kind uh. of like, I've been watching Chernobyl. <laughs> if uh, you haven't noticed, I can't I watch that fucking show. It is bummed me out. Really? I am super bummed. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not. It's not about that. You why know can't why? Can't you watch it? It's all the British people. Comrade. <laughs> That's the problem you're having. Comrade. The radiation is leaking out into the like fucking like 
tweety little butlers talking about nuclear radiation in well, Russia. Well, they did get all. I understand yeah. it's a stylistic choice, but it yeah. it immediately takes There's me out of it. I can't. You don't think you're like a hard Russian man, right? What it's not like it, it's not like the old know. like you know the Ten Commandments movie where so you like, liked the all the Egyptians. miners. You loved all the miners in the series. Yes. Okay. You so, don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Do nope. You? Okay, cool. That's what I thought. The miners are like the tough. Never mind. Uh, you know what, guys? This has been interesting. Probably this has been interesting. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I am excited for where this podcast goes. I yep. think it, we, we, we own the market, honestly, Yeah. on and dark people, shit. The fact that Philly. people keep it. Everybody says, like, I love the fucking podcast. Yes. We want to hear more just, from you guys. Let us know what you if you want something specific. If there's something like you're yeah. just like, oh, we'd love even more of the videos or more of the things. Let us know. It's easy. What to leave do you cocksuckers want? All right. Well, that's not all I want help. is you to love me. I'll do just anything. Don't, you want me happening? to get rid of what Neil? Is, what He's is, gone. Let me shut it. Let me shut it down. Let me shut. Oh, you're done, Randy. I was gonna. <laughs> but no, it's good. Um, so you can reach out to us. Let us know, Jesse. Why don't you uh, tell us where we can uh, find your social media on Facebook? Shows. You can find me at Jesse Dram. You can find uh, the Magical Misery Tour at Magic Misery Tour on Twitter. You can find me at Jesse Dram on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I have a troll account on Twitter I haven't used in a while, but uh, I've thrown out some fucking anonymous justice, tell, giving people what fur. <laughs> And uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, just reach out. We actually have some good episodes coming up. Um, just confirmed, Matt Himes. Oh, Matt Himes is good. He's got a little baby, so it, it took a little. He's got a little baby, but he's also somebody who really does look at the darkness. So he's got like a kid, but he's also mm. like. He's very brash about how he views the world in a lot yes. of ways. And that he's just, that's why he yeah. belongs here. Yes, that's why he belongs here. I very much agree with that. Um,. I am Neilwood.com for all the dates and details. Actually, Jesse and I are going to be on a roast battle. Actually, this coming Wednesday. This might not come out. I could get no. an app, but you're right. But the whole point is support High Note Fuck uh, it. High Throw note it out humor. early. No one's going to listen anyway. Motherfuckers. <laughs> support High Note Humor. All right. Um, they run a great room, and I think that's. I think we we both have been there for years, and I think it's a. Yeah, that's, that's a good one, thing that's one of do. our original stomping grounds. They have other. Yeah, they have other shows as well. So it's High they Note Humor. They respect me and throw me up whenever the. Fuck I want. Sometimes not that much. Uh, so come check them out. That's always a lot of fun. Uh, that's in Haddonfield, New Jersey, which people don't even know about, and it's great. It's right um, off, right off the Paco. Yeah, five minute walk off the Paco. It's a lot of fun. Premium comedy. It's mm-hmm. like they do shows, they do all kinds of stuff. Anyway, I am Neilwood.com for all my dates and details. Other than that, guys, go to November seventh at uh, the Pop In and Chalfont to go out to that show and support us for Nerds with Words. It's a great lineup. We have Sydney Gant as the headliner, uh, Shameless Millar, Jeff Roser, just name a few. You might have mm-hmm. seen Jeff Roser on this podcast. I mean, geez, yeah. So I mean, go out and see all those people. Other than that, people, uh, Magic Misery Tour. Okay, and uh, we love you guys. And uh, bye. I don't love you. Bye. Everyone that goes away in the This has been a Drop 10 Media Production.